Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. And also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True, Story of a, True Stories of a Tryhard. Today, we have our first returning guest, my best friend, Mr. Ben Helm. Ben, say something to the people. Hello. Alright, so today, listeners, we're going to be talking about procrastination, something that I am all too familiar with. And so, Ben, before we like really jump in, I'm going to have some facts and stats real quick. So, according to... The American Psychological Association, a, a study from 2017 found that 75 to 80% of college students procrastinate on academic work. What do you think about that? Um, I, I, I've never been a procrastinator for schoolwork, really. I've been more a procrastinator for, like, cleaning up around the house. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just a good feeling to get things done for school early. But I understand if you have a lot going on, just pushing stuff away and do it later. Yeah. But for me, I I try and stay on top of things. Yeah, I mean, me too. Like, That's why I found, um, I found a lot of lot of power in the to-do list and in like you know putting things on the calendar and stuff because like if it's not on my calendar I probably won't remember to do it unless like you know it's a daily homework assignment or something yeah I got a planner for my schoolwork. yeah and I, that helps treat keep track of it sorry I can usually keep things, like, in my head, or I'll write them down on pen and paper. I don't like to make lists on computers. I'm more pen and paper kind of guy. But I just, the feeling of, like, getting stuff done is good. Like, I turned in a, like, a, it was, like, a four-page paper, like, a month early in one of my classes. It's not due till November. Is that the one your teacher hasn't graded yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's... Good class. I just like staying top of stuff. But it's okay to push stuff back. And, you know, if you don't want to do it right away, just make sure you get it done. Yeah. So, listeners, like, when I first started this podcast, I had been putting off this idea for quite a while. Because originally, my intention was for Ben and I to do this together every single week. Now he's just going to be on here every once in a while. But, you know, I think um, that in the long run, this is probably for the best. Yeah, I don't like to get roped into things. And this is definitely more Ethan's speed. But I don't mind coming in every blue moon. Yeah, I mean, you're the first return guest I've had so far. So you must be doing something right. Yeah. Um, so, and also, like, you know, when I first started, 
you know, the, this phrase was bouncing around in my head, the, the basket of procrastination, because in my closet where I normally record, there was this laundry basket that I had that was full of clean clothes that I never put away. And it was just sitting there until like last Saturday when I finally decided, hey, I'm going to put every single piece of clothing away and I'm not going to focus on anything else until that gets done. And I did it. It only took me half an hour to get all my laundry put away. Procrastination, you can, you know, make as many excuses as you want. It's like, oh, this is going to take forever. Or like, you know, I don't, I don't have time for this. You know, when am I going to find time to do this? And what I've found is you find time for what you make time for. Like, it has to be intentional. Yeah, I could, I get that. For me, the feeling of just accomplishing something is really good. But I understand, like, no one likes to put up their clothes or, like, clean their room. But I clean my room a lot. Just the feeling of having a nice, clean room and organized. Yeah, I don't even know how rooms get dirty in the first place, like, bedrooms specifically. Like, all I do in my bedroom is, like, sleep, change clothes, and, like, that's pretty much it. So, like, I don't know how everything just ends up everywhere. Yeah, some people just have a different, like, collective style of where they like things or they expect other people to like, do it yeah like, so like what's your like organization style like how is your has your closet organized like how's your um you know your binder or whatever you use for schoolwork organized it's like by class and importance like the harder it is i'll put in kind of like like the first spot you know mm-hmm. so i need to make sure i do that yeah first so I get the best grades everything else is kind of like organized by like usage in my room or or something I just like having everything kind of together like all my headphones and stuff is right there uh all ben, my Ben you know they can't see that. oh yeah I know it's tucked away in uh like a this tv stand in my room and, and yeah like my closet like, all the shirts are organized by color. Like, all my t-shirts are organized by color. All, of like, my nicer shirts are organized by color. And, like, all... I don't have a lot of things mixed together. Like, kind of how... Like even, like, how I eat. I kind of eat, like, separately. Like, I don't like to mix things together. Like, I don't, like, mix, um, like, vegetables into my mashed potatoes or anything like that. Like, I eat everything on its own like i'll like proceed like make like a circle around my plate and eat that i don't know if that's weird to you or not but that's just how i do Uh, yeah i just eat it i just stack everything together and then just eat simple man simple needs yeah i remember uh, since we're talking about procrastination and stuff I remember, I think I was a senior in high school, and, like, we had this project, and it was, like, you know, there's one of those PowerPoint, like, like, four or five people in the group, right? Mm-hmm. And each person has, like, their slides or whatever, and I, I do my, like, two or three, 
and then I look and nobody else has done it. Like I remember one girl said she would do it, but she wouldn't get home till like eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. And then I knew one dude wasn't gonna do it, and the other girl she was like sick the whole week. Yeah. So you know she's not in the loop. No. So I just ended up doing the whole thing. You did everything. Like all twenty freaking slides or whatever. Wow. And I just, I didn't even take like full credit. I was just like, yeah, we did it together. It's just easier like that sometimes. Yeah, but like, when you do things like that, I think you're like subliminally saying to people like, I am okay if you don't do work because I'm going to do it. Well, they were actually like really understanding because they didn't want me to do much on the next project. They're like, you did the whole thing for us. Yeah. You can kick back this time. We were busy. So, like, it's on us. Our bad. So, they were understanding. Yeah, like, as long as you got, like, equivalent exchange for what you put in. Yeah, because the next project, I just, like, just chilled. Yeah. I mean, I still helped them, but, like, I just, it's just easier to do that. Because there will always be people like that. We try and get stuff out of you. so And I, I just don't care enough. Or I'm just going to go do my stuff and put some people on my back if I have to for projects or something. Yeah. And, you know, that exact thing I actually have coming up later down the pipeline. So, listeners, be on the lookout for an entire episode involving that topic. I may or may not bring you back for that. I don't know. But... All that to say, like, I'm too paranoid to procrastinate, if that makes sense. Like, normally, I get as much done as I can the day I am assigned it. Like, if it's, like, a long-term deal, just so that way I don't have have that thought in the back of my mind, like, Ethan, you need to get this done, and you need to get it done within the next 36 hours... Or, you know, your your grade's going to drop from a B to a D or whatever. Yeah, I'm kind of like that. I just like getting stuff done so I don't have to worry about it anymore. But with, like, projects in life is I, always, I often overthink things to a point where, like, why, why the hell are you worrying about that? Mm-hmm. Like, I've always been, like, the smaller details kind of guy. We're like, for example, like I remember when we had to run the mile in the gym. Yeah. Everybody would like freak out. Mm-hmm. This might not be a good a- analogy. But like I never worried about not finishing. I always worry like, what if my shoe t- comes undone and I have to tie it and then my time gets stuck. I was like worried about the little possibilities. Mm-hmm. But I never, I'd be like, I know I'm going to finish. I just want the best time. So I worried about like my shoes tied using the restroom before. So I wouldn't have to go during it. And like, I worried about like all the little possibilities that could happen. And then all those little possibilities, I do, and I do them really good. So then it makes it the big thing easier. Or I've just done the whole thing. Yeah. Before And a few projects for different classes before. Yeah, and like, I think that's why you and I are such good of friends. Is because like, I'm an ideas guy, and you're a details guy. Mm-hmm. So like... You know, this is a bit of a stretch for me, like this whole this whole podcasting endeavor, because like 
I have a moleskin with two pages full of episode ideas, but as of right now, I don't have a guest list. I've been doing things on a week-by-week basis, which is going to change. Um, I, you know, I don't have any of my facts and stats ready until, like, either the day before or, like, hours before recording. And that's mostly because, like, you know, I've either been working or been doing other things, but, like, doing other things, I guess, is a form of procrastination. Like, the things that you don't want to do, you're going to find something else to do to, like, take the place of the things that you need to do. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, some people are just like that, though. But I, I can't be that. I like getting stuff done. Yeah, I mean, I like getting stuff done, too. It's just, like, you know, sometimes I'll just look over here and be like, ooh, I need to get that done. And then someone be like, Ethan, you know, you need to get this thing done. And I'm like, I'll get to it. And I got to do this thing, too. And they're like, Ethan, you're stalling. And I'm like, no, I'm not. That's me. That's not everyone, I'm sure. Yeah. I I remember one project this was a different project than the one i was talking about previously like i remember i forget what class it was but like people were arguing over how much they want to do because like nobody wanted to do the most and so i just like told everybody what to do mm-hmm. i did my stuff i did ha- like half of other people's i was like okay this is what you're gonna do you're gonna do this and this and this like i don't think of myself as like a leader but, like, I've taken the reins before and just help everybody get done. Because we would have failed if I didn't do that. Because right. everyone's, like, complaining and stuff that they don't want to type up the most. Yeah. And that's why I think, like, having the ability to assert yourself as a leader when nobody else wants to is a very important skill to have. Like, being a leader is not my first instinct. I'd rather, like... You know, just because of my personality, I'd rather be told what to do than tell other people what to do, if that makes sense. Because, like, I feel like I'm being bossy if I am telling other people what to do. Yeah, I get that way. You just don't want an asshole in charge. That's true. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the difference that was explained to me between a boss and a leader. Because, like, a boss is, like... You know, you need to do this, this, and this, and you need to have this to me by this time. But a leader is like, okay, here's what you need to do. If you need help, don't be afraid to come talk to me because we're all trying to get the same thing done. You know, and the irony of this whole thing is that all the guests that I wanted to have on this week, they couldn't make it. So I procrastinated on getting a guest this week, and that's why Ben's back. Yeah. Because I knew he would be back eventually. I just didn't know how soon. I'll probably be back a few times on this thing. Yeah. For you. Not gonna lie, in that casual Friday at the end, you went a little bit nuts. But that's just... What did I say? I wouldn't worry about it too much. We're just talking about stuff you enjoy. When you talk about stuff you enjoy, you know, you might get a little crazy, you know. What the hell? I I mean, passion is like... It's it's a good thing. It's a good thing to have. It's a human thing to have. Like if you're not passionate about something, like what what are you doing? Yeah, you want to live for something or someone? Yeah. 
Because if you're not doing what you love... You're not living. Yeah. And that's why I think it's very important for, for, for people to find what they really enjoy doing in life instead of, you know, focusing on a job that just pays the bills and, you know, feeds your family and, you know, gets people where they need to go. And, like, you do, you do need that, but, you know, if, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's why you need to toe that line, ideally, between what you love and what makes money. Yeah. Because like, I would hate my life if I had to do stuff I don't enjoy. Because, mm-hmm. like, Ben, you're at a bit of a crossroads right now, aren't you? What do you mean? Like, you were telling me a little little while ago that you were thinking, like, you know, going going down, like, the psychology track. Then you were going, like, Not really. maybe down, like, the sales track. Not sales. But for, like, my career, I like counseling and, like, uh, like being a psychologist stuff, you know, people helping people. So I'm gonna do stuff on that line, but I'll find it eventually. Yeah. You know, right now I'm just doing classes and stuff. Yeah. And that's actually why I really think that higher education is a good idea, because like, yes, student loan debt is a problem, but like, if you don't go to college and you either like go straight into working. Or you go to, like, a trade school, you don't really have the opportunity unless you, like, make it for yourself, which, in a way, college is making it for yourself, of being exposed to, like, other ideas and other people that you wouldn't otherwise know. If you don't have to go to college and you know what you want, don't waste your time with college. If you don't know what you want to do, go to, like, a community college or something, try stuff. But if you know what you want to do... Like, you will enjoy it and it pays good or whatever. Or whatever you decide. And you need college, then go to college. But if you don't have to, don't. But I do, so I'm, you know, taking courses and stuff. But, like, college ain't for everybody. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. And student loan debt is a very, very big problem. Like, it has been a goal of mine since I was a sophomore in high school to graduate from college with no student loan debt. Do you think that's going to happen? I mean, with the stuff that I'm looking into, I think it will. Because, you know, I'm being intentional about this is what I want. And it's about how I'm finding a way to achieve it. And I think I'm doing a pretty good job with it. I mean, a little bit of debt ain't bad. It'll keep you on your toes. But if you're, like, in college and you start, like, if you're, like, a like a sophomore, and you've hit the, like, 100,000 mark, just stop. Yeah, like... Like, I'm sorry. Like, I get it, your future, but there's something else you could do because you're going to be just fighting that debt for so long that there's, like... If you're, like, a freshman and you're, like, almost $100,000 in debt already, do something else. Right, and that's why, like, after I'm done... With the community college stuff, I'm going to an in-state school because it's cheaper, while also it's being good able to education. Do I, yeah, but with that and also being able to do what I want while I'm there, because like, you know, it's it's better economically and like with the job that I want to do, which is cybersecurity, that'll be able to eat up any student loan debt that I have relatively quickly. 
yeah, psychology and like counseling stuff, it doesn't make like the most money, but I make decent money and I get to be happy and help people. And like, you just don't be stupid with your money. Right. Yeah. And I think like, I don't think any college student should graduate with more than five figures of student loan debt. I think that's, that's a good estimate. If, if you go over like 50 grand in debt, just stop. Yeah. Please. Like, just, you can get a good, decent full-time job somewhere like a grocery store or something. And just work your way up there. You might not like it, but, you know, it's better than just getting in debt. Yeah. Especially if you don't even know if you're going to love doing what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, that's that's the beauty of of things like... Um, there's this... You know, this is not... They're not a sponsor, but I'd be down if they were. Uh, for places like this place called Centric, which, like, it takes four months... For you to go in, get your training to be an IT guy, and get out. And you pay, like, you know, an eighth of the cost that it would be for a four-year degree. It's uh, Four months, too. This yeah, not bad. four months. You go in, you do your stuff, and you get out. And I would have done that if I wanted to sit in front of a computer and just write code all day. But I don't want to do that. That will be part of what I want to do, but it won't be everything. Yeah, I if I ended up like doing like a complete like one eighty, and like going down the computer right, I might do that, like go to college and that or something. Yeah, just like that way you can support yourself, master your skills. Yeah, so that way you can get the college experience while also having like a stable job that you can pay for it with. Mm-hmm. That I think is really important is having you know a good plan. A well-thought-out, put-together plan where you can make your goals happen. You know, sometimes I don't plan, but, you know, if you don't plan ever, that's foolish. Be prepared, you know. Get places early. Like, there's no... You're either, like, on time or you're late. There's no really early. Like, I get to school early just because that's... I wake up early, anyway, to get a jump start on the day, man. Yeah. Just make sure you get your stuff done. Don't procrastinate. Yeah, and I know some people won't like this, but wake up early to study if that's what you need to do. I have had to do that. And it's not fun. You don't want to do it. But in the end, your grades will thank you. And eventually, your bank account will thank you. Yeah. And, like, the weird dichotomy of college is, like, you know, people from, like, our parents' generation, those who could afford it, they went to college. Because, you know, their parents and their parents before them, most of them didn't go to college. So, in the 80s, people were just, like, you know, send your kid to college, get married, and settle down. That was the goal. And originally, for a while, that was my goal, too. But then I realized, like, that's all important, but I also want to experience the world, right? And when I went to Peru a couple months ago, I got my first little taste of that. I was in Peru for two weeks, and I got to see so many amazing things that you just cannot replicate here. So that's 
travel advice with Ethan, but um, but I had to work my way to get there, and I had my goals, and I set them, and I accomplished them, and if I procrastinated and shoved all my money up at once and was like, hey, can I go? I think they'd be less accepting of me to go than they would be if I did that instead of what I actually did, which is get in on like the ground level with everybody else. They're like, hey, we're going to Peru next summer. If you want in, tell us now. And I did. I always wanted to go to France. Why France? Just the weather, and it just seems chill. Yeah. Or Germany. You like sausage? Nah, my ancestors. Oh, I mean, same. Like, Hewlin is a German name. Yeah. Like, in Germany, they put the two dots over the U in Hewlin. So it's Hulin. So yeah, that's... That's pretty cool how both of us are from Germany. Like I, I didn't, I kind of forgot that your family was from Germany. I didn't even know that before. Yeah. So uh, Ben, we are approaching time. Is there anything else that you'd like to say to the people? No. No. You said what you needed to say. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much again for listening to True Stories of the Tryhard. You can find me. On Instagram and Twitter, I am at Ethan.T.Hewlin on Instagram. I am at ETPhoneHome on Twitter. The O's are zeros and the E's are threes. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at TrueStoriesPod. I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin signing off. Mm-hmm.